It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, Real Housewives of Potomac coverage, episode 330, Painting Austin Red. I serve as your humble and also gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this RHOP recap. If you could be so kind to ensure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available anywhere you can find podcasts. Make sure you click subscribe to the Purple Pants Podcast. And as always, with your Real Housewife of Potomac recaps, you can watch this audio podcast on video. Just head over to YouTube, type in Bryce Isaiah, give this video a thumbs up and let us know in the comments what you think. We are excited. A new year after a two-week break. It feels like we're getting back in the groove of things and The Real Housewife of Potomac Season 8 dropped and I am joined by my Kakyan sister, my friend in real life, Jatia Dr. Jatia Hart-Taylor. And I are here breaking down day three in Austin. We get into all of the drama, all of the fights, all of the painting Karens. It's definitely a fun episode. So listen, let's get into this week's Real Housewife of Potomac Season 8, Episode 8 Recap. It's a man who, it's a man you, me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a man who, it's a man you, me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. And we are back in this new year covering the Real Housewives of Potomac season eight, episode eight. And I am joined here by the amazing, the vibrant, the ever outspoken. Okay, Dr. Jatia Hart-Taylor. Happy New Year. Yes, happy 2024, everybody. Welcome to this brand new year filled with opportunities, especially this one to hear about the Real Housewives of Potomac. Yes. Well, before we get into all of that, how was your holiday season? How was your new year? My holiday season was not long enough. So got a nice little break from work, which is always, always needed. Um, Me and my children spent uh, Christmas and New Year's at one of our four homes. Um, You you don't have a home? Oh, I have four homes. So we uh, spent... (laughs) Christmas out west in Idaho, um, doing a little bit of skiing. We have friends come in from D.C. Um, just a fabulous time of, you know, fellowship and eating and everything else. How was your holiday break, sir? <laughs> My holiday break was good. You know, got to spend Christmas with the family, uh, went out for New Year's. And, you know, I've just been laying low and getting back to work because, you know, work 
does not stop. So I got to, you know, stay on my nine to five. Any New Year's resolutions that we should know of? So I don't really make New Year's resolutions because I feel like, you know, I'm always on a path to a better price. So I guess Mm -hmm. really my, my, what I want to stay, I want to stand on my business. Okay. Like T.I. Sunset. But no, I really just want to continue to grow, continue to thrive and continue to be able uh, and open for new opportunities. It's really like, what my new year's is all about. Okay. That's good. I made some, I wouldn't call them new year's resolutions, but I just made some short term goals. So it's kind of funny. I I made like a one day, a one week and a one month. They all um, are health related. So my one day was after Christmas to get on the scale. Cause like a lot of times I avoid scale and just like, I'm not. And then I'd be way over the goal beyond the goal. So Day one was just get on the scale and see where I'm at. Day two was to move 30 minutes. Uh, the week goal was to um, move 30 minutes each day. And then my month goal was to, for 15 days of the month, walk two miles. So, okay. and then I will redo my goals like weekly, you know, stuff like that. So anyway, right. just trying to be healthy, trying to be here and be alive so I can, you know, be on this show and talk my smack about my favorite show, Real Housewives. Yes. Of- well, we love it. And we are back. And, you know, we the show went on a two month or not two month, a two week hiatus. Mm-hmm. And they picked back up Sunday night. And yeah, so not a lot has happened in this episode. But I feel like, you know, enough has happened that we could kind of like, you know, dive into the trenches of Austin. They are still in Austin. It seems like this Austin trip don't, don't have the day three. So. I mean, I know, but it just seems like forever. A lot and has happened. This is only the mid-season uh, trip. Like, you know, they still have to go overseas. So it was interesting. Uh, some interesting takes. You know, a, a lot of things went on the internet uh, in the new year. Uh, but one of the things was it seemed like Mia Thornton was breaking the internet with her rekindle love with at first they were reporting it was a soccer player but now we know it is a radio personality that is her new boo thing hey, boo bay boo yeah and so uh yeah mia got a tight uh this radio personality he don't really look like gordon but he looks like he could he have like looked like gordon maybe 20 30 years he's a lot younger uh he's mm. a little shorter than mia but listen mia live your best life and uh, yeah, I don't know what his money situation looked like, but, you know, he is a personality on a, a nationally syndicated radio show. And, you know, Mia posted him on the Internet trying to be all sneaky. I guess she was like sitting in a car and he was like kind of sort of facing her in her bosom. So you couldn't really see who it was. But the Internet uh, was on it and they located him. And allegedly they uh, had dated in the past and they've rekindled their fling. Uh, in the photo, Mia had on a ring, so then it was speculating that oh, it's- I was about to say yeah. they, well, for the, I just looked at the internet and it says they hinted a twenty twenty four wedding date, so it seems so. You know- Mia's, Mia's people shut it down. She said she's not engaged, or it could have been the Bravo people. Like, listen, you don't give that type of tea, uh, not on camera. So I'm about to say, don't be is- putting it on somebody else's paywall when we when this is what uh- you paid. Not the paywall. So, yeah, it is interesting. Uh, And so we will see the unraveling of Mia's relationship the rest of the season. But I just wanted to give y'all that Potomac tea over the holiday. Because, listen, Mia was breaking the instanets. 
I, um, I saw the picture. Um, she like wow, she was wrapped around him. Whoa, okay. She, okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, she wrapped. She was wrapped, okay? She, she, I was like, I ain't wrapping no Christmas gifts. I'm going to just wrap my body around you. So you, we girl. are... Okay, moving on. Listen, moving on. We are day three in Austin. Not really much is happening. I guess it is actually Karen's triple 20. And triple Giselle 20. and Ashley are, I guess putting something together for the girls. Now they pulled out these paint things and I'm like, oh my God, if we are painting the vajay again, I what? am good. There's nothing wrong with that. All hail the vajayjay. Um, but we do find out that instead of painting vajayjays, everybody is going to basically paint either a picture of Karen or Karen's essence. You know, um, it's kind of your choice. Um, and it seems that they're down with that. But while they're talking, um, it's very interesting that uh, Robin, not Robin, sorry, uh, Ashley starts talking about her mom. We get an and update her mom's on Sheila. Mm, yes, now, Sheila, honey. Sheila. Baby, the mom bringing it. Okay. Uncle Lump's sister. Look. Listen. And so we know from previous seasons when Ashley was married to, uh, I'm about to call him Adam. When Ashley was married to, what's her husband's name? I can't think of his name. Now that you said Adam, it's, it's Adam. Look, um, Oh my God! I, uh, I, I'm about to say Mark. Like Michael. I could, Michael, Michael, Michael. Yes. Uh, so when Ashley was married to Michael, and maybe I want to say season five and six, it was a real big issue where uh, Michael was getting tired of fitting the bill for Sheila, and it wasn't so much Sheila, but Sheila's partner, Sheila did a boyfriend boyfriend and again we learned through this episode that uh sheila has been with this boyfriend since ashley was in high school because ashley while she was in high school wasn't messing with him because he was a deadbeat didn't contribute to the household and you he know the mama uh, he Damn. liked to step out on the relationship so uh yeah and it was just interesting because it seemed like back in season five and season six, Michael was like, I'm pulling the plug. Like, I'm not paying this house for two people. And it was a big deal where I think Ashley's mom had to move out because they were like, you know what? We don't need to be under Michael's roof if he's going to whatever. And so Sheila moved out and it seemed as though us as viewers thought that maybe Sheila had moved on, but we learned this episode. She would say, Look, that ain't nobody gonna come between me and my man. Okay, okay. She holding it down like she robbing and he won. Okay, like nobody is gonna come between this love we got. Okay, y'all don't understand us. Y'all ain't got to. But what you got to do is stay out of our business. Okay. So and, it's just we, very interesting to me to see how like these are repeating behaviors in some of you know the generations here. So if you you know. Wondering why it's because of the models that they had. And, and Ashley says that, you know, like she's like, you know, some of the things I think about when I get into relationships stem from the relationship that I've seen my mom have. So. Right. And so interesting. And so that's they're doing that while they are setting up. And then we have NECA, Mia, and Robin in the pool, hanging out, kind of sort of talking about some things. And again, I think during this like pool conversation, I think Mia again hints at the demise of her relationship with Gordon. With Gordon. And we see her skip to a shot. And basically she's saying that Gordon has changed, that he's become very hardened over the financial situation. And she misses her easy breezy boo. But now he's business bae. So, you know, that changes the dynamic. 
It definitely does. But uh, listen, I, I mean, I ain't mad at business, babe. If you standing on business and getting them checks, uh, you know. I, but listen, each relationship is different. Now, we also have the other girls. Now, mind you, I am, oh, this is what I really wanted to talk to you about. So then we have Candace, we have Wendy, and we have Karen. They're at the bar. Interesting, like the ladies are probably three feet away, but they're not acknowledging each other. My type of shade. And so they are at the bar and they are getting a drink for Karen's triple 60. And Wendy decides to reveal something. Now, I don't know how I feel about this because I, again, I don't play with, but one, I'm with Wendy in the sense I don't really play with moms, right? Like, you know, moms are very sacred. And, you know, as we are older, our parents uh, get a lot older and they have health scares. And so it is, you know, I take that very serious. So, Wendy reveals to us and to Karen and she was like, I hope that you're not going to be mad at me, Karen, because I didn't want to tell you this because, you know, Karen lost her mother. And, you know, Karen, Karen, for the most part, gets along with all of the mothers. I really don't know how Karen gets along with Sheila. I don't think we've ever really seen much of Sheila. Now, we've seen Karen and Dottie and we know that, like, I would love a, a spinoff show of Karen and with Dottie. Karen and Dottie right now. Mm. That would be good. But in the midst of everything that is going on, with Wendy this season, right? Like, if this were a regular season and everything that was happening with Wendy, I wouldn't maybe question the timing of bringing this up. But we know about the shrines. We know about Wendy's mom. You know, her post to Mia. We know that she's been very vocal. Um, and throughout this whole trip in Austin, Wendy has been having to defend her. Now, Wendy brings to us that she not only is battling the ladies about her mom, but when they arrived to Austin, she got a frantic phone call that her mother was being rushed to the hospital and had to have an emergency surgery. Now, they show us a clip. Now, again, now, from that point, I was like, oh, my God, like, my heart goes out to Wendy. Now, when they show us the clip of Wendy talking to her mother and Wendy is like, how long is the surgery going to be, mom? Let me know so I know when to call you back. And so Wendy's mom asks a nurse that is around and the nurse says the procedure will be 10 minutes. So... So, I, I, I again, well, listen, whether it's 10 minutes or five minutes, any procedure that my mom has, like, I'm going to take very serious. So I understand that from Wendy, but it was just the way Wendy was giving us on that phone, like, oh, yes, like life or death, I see you. Which, you know what? I granted she can feel like that, but I feel like it was a, some sort of, uh, you know, where they put, you know, like they put you to sleep because it's going in a place that ain't going to feel good. So, it, you know, either went down her stomach or up her butt or in her vagina, you know, some cavity that you don't want to be awake when they exploring. Um, that's that's typically maybe, you know, I don't know. But the procedure took 10 minutes. She cares about her mom. I get it. Could it have been a little less dramatized? Yes. But you know what? You do you. You you be as dramatic as you want to. But don't say nothing about when Mia dramatic because she had medical situation. Okay? Right. And also it just for me, right? Like it just feels the timing of this all, right? Like they just been on your mama 
behind for two days about the shrines and this and that and that and this. And for me, it just seemed like an perfect time to reveal help complications about your mother uh, to if 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 when this comes out during the season, everyone is on your mama, what better way to then garner sympathy than with a health emergency? It's kind of like partly of what I was thinking, right? Like I just for me, it just felt like because I just think she's dramatic and she and and yeah, yeah, it was timely that, you know, she needed some cover for her mama. So um, I, I don't think she hesitated to bring it up, but I think, you know, maybe she's just dramatic. But the whole point is, like, I'm not going to belittle her mother's health situation. Neither am I. Right. But then don't come for Mia. Don't don't open your freaking mouth up when Mia is overly dramatic. Like, you get dramatic, she get dramatic. Everybody got their right to be dramatic about health situations, whether it's your own or your mama's. Okay. Right. Ten minutes. You know, that was just something very interesting to me. Um, And then again, while NECA, Mia and Robin were in the pool, Mia brought up their conversation at the distillery, how uh, Wendy was talking about shrines and how that like in Catholicism, there are, you know, people are bringing up shrines as a negative condensation or like, you know, uh, not condensation because that's rain, but they're bringing it up in a very condensation they bring it up in a very negative light and when do you say in that like you know there are shrines in the christian religion and so mia brings that back to NECA, and NECA is like now wait a minute girl you just said that's different she she basically wendy is trying to throw us off the scent by thinking um that when by they say by them saying shrines they're thinking like virgin mary um in the church in the catholic church but there's different types of shrines um and NECA is so coming back to that, she's like, I don't want to get all into it, but it's a different type of shrine. Nice try, Dr. Wendy, with the trying to complete the two. So very interesting. Uh, I think also maybe like after Karen's uh, paint, Karen, I think Candace had a very interesting confessional where essentially she was saying that, like, I think your mom's you can't conflate the two right like you can't like bring your mom's surgery and the things that the ladies are talking about your mom together uh and i was like oh okay Candace, let me find out i agree yeah, I was with like you. oh that is the that was a very mature take on that i thought that was very interesting too said, um, oh, okay. we'll get back to miss candace too because again this uh, of course yeah, you know the triangle good. and everything else came out But anyway, the ladies go upstairs and it is time to celebrate the Grand Dame by giving your best interpretation, illustration, you know, however it flows through you. Um, So they sit the Grand Dame in her fur back chair, uh, faux fur, I believe, back chair so that everybody can have a great vantage point of the beauty of everything that is the Grand Dame. And the ladies go to it. Everybody's drawing. Everybody is getting, taking their vision and letting the love for the Grand Dame spill out of them onto the canvas. And what I thought, what what I thought was most interesting, though, was that like this episode and this season 
Karen drinking, right? Because now they might not show on camera all of what Karen is drinking because it's very clear she starts off with just a Corona like Ashley. But if you watch Karen throughout this, uh, the drawing reveals, it is very clear that uh, Miss Karen is wetting her whistle and we love it. Okay, let, let's see more of it. I miss back in the days when they used to go. I don't know where they the were at. Wigs, the when she the was... shift wigs or they were in the basement. And, uh, yes. Yes. And yeah, I miss those Karen days. So I feel like for sure this episode, we got to see glimpses of it. So yeah, they are revealing the Karen photos. And I think some of them are actually really good. And some of them are just like, not great. I thought... The one with the beard, NECA. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was like, NECA girl, what is you doing? But I actually thought Wendy and Candace's were my favorite actual, like, Karen drawings. Now, when Wendy was like, I even got the mole with the two hairs coming out. I said, Wendy! You ain't have to do that to my girl. Not- not the two hairs. Uh, and then Robin, everyone is very interested to see what Robin is going to do because we all know Robin and Karen, they are at odds. They are not feeling each other. And Robin decides to show the true essence of what Karen Huger is. And Bebe, she yes. drew the Swiffer Plus blue check mark for $11.99 that Karen has been paying for for the last year. And this is how you know Karen was wetting that whistle because she thought that was the funniest thing ever. And Karen reveals to Robin after seeing that, like, despite our jabs at each other, whenever we get past this, I would like the opportunity to get to know you. I said, See, this is why Karen is still on the show. Because Karen know how to do this. She know how to do the roller coaster, right? She know how to give us high highs and low lows. She'll take it there now. Okay, Karen will take it there with you, but she's always willing to work it out. And that's why, and she brings the content. So yes, Grand Dame, I love it. She took, she received it. She could have blown up about the blue check, but she took it at what it was. It's funny. It ain't a big deal. So what? Blue check, move on. I ain't know I was paying for it. Now I do. You busted. Girl, but you knew you, Karen, you knew you was paying for it. You you knew you was paying for it. She just found out. She just found out. That she's been paying for it for a whole year. Okay, I love that. Ray, like, she's like, Ray okay. ain't install it. Okay. But listen, and mind you, she's still paying for it now because she still got the blue check. But listen, so after that. Well, she's like, already going. Yeah. I mean, like, I already been paying for it. So I mean, listen, like some it. of the perks, well, one, I'm just never paying for a verification, but some of the perks of uh, tw- the Twitter Plus for the edit of tweet alone. That would be worth eleven ninety nine for me because listen, when I wet the whistle and I tweet, y'all know sometimes my grammar don't be the best, and sometimes I write how I talk. So then I'll go back a day later and be like, "Boy, you didn't forgot the and the uh the." That's the. why. I, that's why I don't tweet that much. Like I'm, I'm just. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's just a so, lot of pressure. Yeah. So I mean, listen. Sometimes a Twitter plus just for the edit to tweet alone. Uh, Are you blue star? Are you a blue check on uh, Twitter? I am not. Okay. Listen, they ain't going to get no $11.99 for for, me. um, $9.99. (laughs) Okay, listen, uh, so after the painting is all done, and again, here's another thing that I will say, right? We do know that a lot of the ladies are at odds, right? We know uh, Wendy and NECA 
Wendy and Giselle, Giselle and uh, Candace, Candace and Robin, Robin and Karen, Ashley and Candace. Like we know all of the women are at odds. However, I did love the fact to see the ladies at least being like, we know this is a job and we have to come together and like we can still have fun times together. And of course, Karen uh, at this point was like, oh, I, I'm all about unity and I'm happy that the girls could come together. So I at least love that they can still come together and have fun moments, right? Yeah, I do. I do like that they can have fun moments. I mean, because why would we watch the show if they couldn't come together at least, you know, to make some jokes and and keep it moving? Like, it is a show. So I thought that was very nice. I thought it was super cute when they brought out Lay Apple Pie, uh. you know, the whole thing from the freezer. Um, and they were able to everybody um, without any kind of harmony sing happy birthday to the grand dame. And I, I, I like that, you know, she's been on the show since the beginning, honey. She's tried to at least like everybody. Um, and she's always willing to, you know, get out there and do it. Look, triple 20. Look, I am approaching triple, triple, uh, double 20. And I know that she is doing a lot. So. Uh, and like she says, everybody, all those girls wish they could be her at triple 20. Like she's doing it. Okay. She, she's moving and still. Dude, Karen, still Karen looks good. Yes. Karen looks good. And so Ashley has a uh, dinner planned for Karen. And they also are going to a drag show. We do know that specifically in the state of Texas during the time that they were filming a lot of anti-trans and anti-LGBTQ plus legislations came out. And so Ashley thought that it would be very important for the ladies to use their platform to go to a drag bar to just have people experience what a drag show is and to just a positive light of the LGBTQ plus. Now, although that was something very minute in the episode, I I did appreciate that, right? I did appreciate them at least speaking about it and at least like the visibility. So it was like, okay. I appreciate that. But but before we get to the drag show, we got to go to dinner. Oh, y'all, baby, we got to go to dinner now. We got to go to dinner. It's dinner but time. the ladies are getting dressed for the, the going out and for dinner. Now, mind you, dare I say, say it, dare say I say, yeah, I dare you. Because, you know, in the comments of our YouTube and stuff, they always be saying, I be, we hate on Wendy. Wendy ate that blue look. With the the uh, the Mugler glasses and everything with the she bob, did. I said, okay, Wendy, I'm mad. Fantastic. I'll give her that. Can we ding Wendy. a bell for Wendy, please? Can we give Wendy Dr. Dr. Wendy ate that? Now, Ashley, I appreciate you trying to be. You know, it was let cowboy me, themed. It was very Texas. It was Texas girl. I think by the end of the episode, they was calling her cactus, but I love it. Um I yeah, I thought Candace looked cute. I thought the Grand Dame looked classy. Uh, I liked Robin's I thought, pink outfit. I, I liked Robin's pink outfit. I just, I, I feel like Robin could have Yeah, you could do a little better. Like, that's for a dinner or something. Like, I you know. Thought I thought that she was going to take off the pink jacket and have something have like, like a, a little bustier. Yeah, and I thought, oh, that's, that's a very cute dinner to, to uh, drag club transition. But no, it wasn't. Um, Oh, Mia. Or what's her oh, name? Mia was cute. Mia, Mia was very cute. cute. What's her triple name? Madeline? I don't know. Uh, Madison. What? Madison. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. 
Mia brought I, Madison to dinner. Madison was cute. Uh, uh, I thought NECA could have did a little better. The outfit was cute, just not for going out. And I thought, for all things considered, I thought Giselle looked it okay. Right. Like, I didn't think she I looked bad. Giselle, you know, it was right in the middle of the row where she liked to be. Um, I thought NECA's was, um, it had good texture um, with the fringes and with the very silky top, but I, I didn't think it was sexy enough. Right. Because um, you knew on, you know, really celebrating femininity and all your feminine part, you know, if you go into a drag show. Um, what you got, what you ain't got, what you put on, you know, what you added, all Listen. of that. Um, so I thought Natalie could have done better. Are we missing anybody? No, I think we got no, everybody. No, I think we got everybody. Um, and we're at dinner. Dinner seems to be, you know, great. It's shareable. She can order what you want. And Ashley Darby, again, reveals to us oh, yeah. why she yeah. is still on the Housewives of Potomac because like, one here, thing let me just grab my bag here and take out a few bones to share with the table um so yeah she did she did a great job of it too she listened she took a page right out of Giselle's notebook uh and essentially at the dinner table Ashley wants to know uh to Candace why it is that like you know she addresses that Candace and Robin are not speaking and mm-hmm. she asks Candace, like, how is it that you can consider Robin a friend, yet you are very public about how you feel about your friend on the Twitter, on yes. the blogs, and yes. on the internet? The clip and that they keep showing is how she literally went on a chat show. Uh, and was like, yes, yes. And I'm like, wow, wow, that is, that is a lot. So not only this, but um, so, of course, Candace goes to her very defensive, you know, I'm not talking to you, Ashley. I'm not talking to you, Ashley. Um, and start calling the girl names. And so, Ashley, you know, somebody else tries to throw it to Wendy Robin then. to have Robin come in because I guess what um, Candace can't understand is that Robin doesn't feel safe approaching you. She doesn't feel safe approaching you. She doesn't feel like you will listen to her in private. Um, and if in a and if it's in a group setting, she feels like you'll just get defensive and cry and attack her. Like she can't even, don't you remember in the car, she can't even cry without you jumping in and, and inserting yourself and making it about you. So why would she bring it up? She can't even get her thoughts and feelings out. You can't even feel any kind of sorry for your friend unless you feel uh somebody feeling yourself, sorry right. for you. Right. So Robin has just decided to drop it. So now here's Robin valiantly trying again. And before she can get, you know, a full thought out, here comes little mama talking about, well, if you were mad, you should have called me about this. This is your fault. You should have called me about this. You ghosted me. I asked you, are you mad at me? And you don't say anything. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, that probably means yes. Right. And it's like, what? If you're texting me in my mad at you, nine times out of ten, I'm probably mad at you. And so Robin takes a page out of Candace's book and is not addressing Candace. She's addressing Ashley. And I think Robin makes it very clear that, again, all of the wand cheating allegations, all of that other stuff, I think that she can take with a grain of salt. She can let it roll over her shoulder. But I think the point that Robin made very clear for me at dinner was that you insinuated that me defending my husband 
on the reunion is the reason that he got fired. And that is where Robin is like, I draw the land, the, the line and the sand, and I'm not effing with you. Okay. Like I'm not effing with you. And so Robin is like, I'm done with this. I'm excusing myself. And so she goes and sits off. Now let also tell, let me tell you why Bravo is so shady. So Robin then goes to the side and calls Juan. Two things as to why Bravo is so shady or the producers are so shady. One, they're FaceTiming. And first of all, if she calls Juan, right, they could have just clipped it to the part when they are talking, right? Uh Robin's like, why can't I see you? She clearly is. Yes, they didn't have to include that, but they are trying to insinuate that there's something going on. They are trying to just peace out. Now, anybody knows if you have the new update on iPhone, Sometimes when you say somebody call you and you're doing something like sometimes your image won't really appear like sometimes on a new update, you got to figure out how can I get back so that my image can show up. Right. And so if that was not the only shady thing that they did, then Robin says, what are you doing? And he says, oh, I I wash your clothes and stuff. Do you remember the blogs with the alleged assistant coach that when people caught them together, where were they at? In the laundry mat, uh-huh. washing clothes. I'm like, bravo, y'all ain't slick. And uh-huh. so if people didn't like Juan's take the last time Robin FaceTimed him, it seemed as though Juan had good advice for Robin this time. And he was saying, be the bigger person. Just hear her out. You don't need to respond. You don't need to whatever, but just be the bigger person and sit in there. Robin said, all right, I'm going to talk to you later because this ain't what that I wasn't what to hear. She wanted to hear. She just wanted to be able to complain and him hear her. So I just think that's kind of a mismatch between what she, you know, sometimes you you trying to give your friend advice and they like, I just want you to call her a bitch too. So yeah, I get that. And honestly, he said what he could say. This was way better than last time when he was like, I'm, I'm not listening to that. So kudos to uh to him to for at least trying or at least you know and- to to give her some good advice. And then, you know, we have... But did you hear... Well, yes, but did you hear... Bravo, again, is so shady because Robin clearly ended the call, but she ain't pressed. You know, sometimes on FaceTime, it's hard to, like... So when Robin is done with the conversation, if you hear, Juan is still on the call. And then Juan says something like, like, WTF, or, like, something like... And I'm like, why y'all keeping all of this, like, little Juan content in there. Like, y'all know what y'all are doing. They're but trying also- to make Juan seem shady. I mean, which is not a hard sell, to be honest, to make Juan seem shady because he's done a lot. You know, it's, it's, it's adding up. So, you know, whatevs. Um, but then her bestie comes over and to check on her like a bestie should. Um, and is like, you know, don't worry about it. And then the rest of the cavalry comes over, right? So Mia or Madison, we don't know which yet. Um, comes over to lend also lend her support, which it seems like she's really trying to get on the green eye bandits, you know, circle or something like this. Or and then here come Cactus. Cactus also escapes from the table. I understand why Cactus would go. Cactus may have been feeling like, oh my goodness, this is my fault. I started it. So now they're all over there trying to console her. It doesn't take long. Cactus also says, look, I'm also trying to salvage my trip to the drag show. Right, we still, we so. still got to go to the drag show. Here's another thing that I don't understand, though. It seems like this whole trip, in my opinion, 
Mia has been more comforting to Giselle immediate. I mean, to Robin immediately than Giselle when they was at chicken, chicken poop bingo. When Robin left, Mia followed soon after. Uh, and so I love how like Candace and Wendy like love to hate on Mia for supporting Robin. But this season, we see that Mia and Robin have gotten close, right? It almost like the spot of the friend that Robin had for Candace, it seems like, you know, Mia may be feeling that, filling that boy and they hate it. Um, so oh, I they- think that's definitely why. I mean, I think Wendy just loves to hate. And I think that the more that um, she tears Candace away from Robin, the more she has somebody on her team. And, Ro- and Candace is like the only person on her team. Right. So I think she's really down for that. Um, I don't think, again, it's doing Candace any favors. Of course, she's allegedly. And then the nerve, the girl says like, oh, we're still friends. Um, everybody's like, no, boo, you are not. You're not. You don't do that to your friends. You're right or right. That's what. And so and then Candace goes, you know, she gets her, you know, her, you know, although right. I'm mad and I don't get it. I still feel bad that she's going through what she's going through. Well, how about if that really is your friend, Candace? Like, lead with get take yourself out of it and if you feel bad for what she's going through feel bad for what she's going through let her know that i, I do agree with candace candace's tears are always only for herself well she's yeah. never crying about what happened to somebody else what she or or and and i think giselle said it perfectly she's never going to take accountability yeah but that's it I do believe that, like what Candace said, we need to talk one-on-one. We don't need the church ladies in our business. We don't need the group chat in our chat. We need to talk one-on-one. And I I definitely believe that they do need to talk one-on-one because, again, I definitely think that I was Robin, I would be like, there's no need for us to to talk one-on-one because this is the thing. I just think that Robin needs to take Candace at what she is. Sort of an acquaintance that you like, but you don't tell your business to because she's like fickle and narcissistic and also immature. Yeah. But That's I it. mean, but I mean, listen, like, you, they know, are- you know, you got friends like that who you like, I like you, but we can't get no deeper because you're messy. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. And, and I, uh, in 2024, I exercise my boundaries. Now, all of this drama is going the ladies are getting in the car. Now, again, another reason why Ashley deserves her Potomac peach or whatever they have in Potomac, the car situation. Ashley goes to get in the car with Candace and Wendy and Karen. And Candace like, ah, get, get, get out of here, girl. You go with another. Ashley said, baby, just the simple fact that you telling me that I'm going to sit in this car right next to you. Look, I'll go where I please. Okay. Okay. And another thing. So I just want to circle back when um, Ashley was talking to um, uh, her at the table and she was like, oh, if you want to talk, you could talk to my ass. I love that. She turned it. She was like, well, let me see you walk away. Then walk away. And walk away. Now you done got yourself locked up in a position saying that you're going to leave. You're going to run. And, and then she had to pedal back. So Ashley was killing him with the killing her with the lines. Okay. Let me see it. Walk away. And I'll sit where I want to, and you ain't gonna do nothing. The cactus was cactusing that day. Look, she was uh, prickly, that cactus. She okay. Absolutely was. So they get to the drag bar. Uh, because you know, after all of this, we still gotta go to the drag bar. Let you me just it. tell you this. Uh, 
if you don't know by now, of course, the gays, we love the housewives. But, you know, there are certain women of these franchises that the gays just love. And if you watch this episode, then you know that the gays stand a Karen Huger because it almost really is like the the essence of Karen is really almost like I feel like sometimes that's like some of what the like the drag queens model is a Karen esque like you know and so the, she doesn't want to be the HBIC oh I mean listen and okay I. Was die because okay, so two things, right? I was dying when we get there, and the girls got on the Karen Huger shirts, right? Yes, and, Love it. and we're cute shirts too. They like, were now, shirts. mind you, now here's just okay. So I loved it, like, and I loved it, like Karen getting her life. I'm I'm always here for that. Like I love it. Two things. Uh, one, Karen was like the Ladams rise. Huh? Okay, so let's just be clear, right? That drag bar promoted that you guys were coming, right? Like, yes. it's not like y'all just walked into this gay bar and the girls had on your shirts. Then Karen says, oh, and they have on my shirt. Girl, that's not your shirt, baby. You can go on Etsy. Like, you're not selling that Karen Huger shirt. Like, Look, the- it's her shirt because her face is on it, dang it. Don't don't come for the grand time. Look, just like if somebody had a shirt with your face on it, I would be like, that's Bright shirt, it is. Don't hurt. Listen, don't hate. I mean, if they had on my Purple Pants podcast hoodie that they can purchase in the Bryce Isaiah store, or if they had a Bryce Isaiah Zat 2024 Zaddy calendar, okay, that they can purchase the link in my bio, I would be like, ah. Oh. But like, if they had on a fan shirt of me, like, I would love it. But it would just, it seemed as though in Karen's confessional, she was just trying to make it seem like that was her merch. Like, no, baby, stay selling it on Etsy. And mind you, after this episode, I might go get me one because the Look, shirt was cute. Shirt. I don't care what you say. It's her face, her shirt, okay? But I just, I literally had to write notes. Like, Karen is getting her life. Karen just was. Karen. Like, like, you hating at Wendy levels. That's not her shirt. It just has her right No, I'm just <laughs> saying. She just, you know, made it seem as if like, that was a Karen Huger shirt that she sells, which she should, right? Like, you know, uh, but yeah, Karen was getting her life. The girls were getting their lives. They all were having so much fun. It was just great, again, to see them cut up. Uh, the Some of the performers you know, brought Karen and the girls on stage. They wanted them to do a catwalk. And I was dying at NECA being thumbs down. Thumbs so down. I think it was within, you know, look, it's fun. It's playful. She could say thumbs down if she wants to. She's being a hater. Totally. And yeah, well, okay. Now, and mind you, again, as much as y'all, now I'm about to get on NECA because now as NECA was giving the thumbs down, I was like, oh, then that means NECA is about to eat it down. <laughs> no, it meant no, no. Necker was about to sit it down. Yeah, she had no judge, so she needs to work on that because, like, your storyline can't just be like Wendy is mad at you because eventually Wendy is gonna get hit and stop talking about you, and everybody's gonna let it die. So then, what do you do then? You need to step it up, just like you know, Karen had to step her wigs up to say, you know, it was shifting first. Oh, season. Well, oh, 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 hold, 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 she, that was she, iconic. She did get it though. She, she did, did get it. Um, and so NECA has to think about now, like, what's step two? 
Yeah, but I also just feel like this whole trip and how Wendy has been treating her thus far, mind you, I'm mad at a thumbs down. Uh, but I mean, listen, Wendy ate the, the catwalk, the walk up the steps, the turn around, put the glasses on. I said, okay, but Wendy did eat, but baby. She did. I thought it was going to get bae. better and better, but it did not. It until... did. But, it was, but baby. 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 The ground. The ground okay. Now, like I said, this this season, this episode, the Grand Dom is drinking. Okay. Okay. Karen is wearing her whistle. Yeah. When that triple 20 Grand Dom got on that floor <laughs> and, and started gave it a little crawl. She crawled a little bit for you guys. She did Ram, the slipping yeah, crawl. Yeah. She, yeah, I, was I like, loved it. Karen, girl, what she are said you? her knees are not retired, uh, you know. Oh, but soon as she sat down, did you hear that conversation between her and Giselle? She said, oh, girl, my knees is hurting. Yeah, you don't think? Yeah, you just crawled on the ground. So that's it. Uh, but listen, that's why, that's part of the reason why we just love Karen, right? Because Karen just gives us so like, I'm above all of this. Like, stop playing with me. Like, you know, and then, girl, you get to a drag, uh, drag show and you is on the stage crawling. Uh, Still having a good time. And I will say, I liked her outfit. I thought it was appropriate for a triple 20. She wasn't doing the most. Like, she'd have looked weird if she'd have wore, you know, like a Mugler or see or cutouts. I thought it was very nice that she had the sheer. She had the, the sheer, yeah. Yeah, and it was cute. So she was sexy, but triple 20 appropriate. A- absolutely. And again, so that was really my favorite part of the episode was like them at the drag show and just me seeing the crowd just get their life from them being there. I thought that it was uh, pretty fun, pretty interesting. Not a lot happened this episode, but it was a good returning episode. So what I thought was interesting is that they had lots of clips about Jordan, uh, not Jordan, uh, G. And him giving them having an argument. So I thought we were actually going to see that argument because now they've teased it for two episodes and it well, was still that, just me. Well, girl, you 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 have to know how the Bravo does. When Look, they release, I'm ready for the fair play, campground, whatever. They released the first content. trailer and the trailer is what we get at the beginning of the season. That was the mid-season super trailer. So that leads us to that that Gordon stuff is probably how we're going to end the season. Well, I am ready to see what happens. And clearly next week, there's no Austin day four. So they are heading back to Potomac to their natural habitat. And hopefully we can get some updates on how things are going in the real world. So next week we will get more hopefully Candace um, and you know how she deals with it maybe we'll see how mom's procedure slash surgery slash 10 minute thingy um, went hoping that she is well maybe we'll get some more shrinage discussions and you know hopefully we will see how the grand dame celebrates her triple 20 when she's back home maybe a little ray make out I don't know I don't know you know you gotta control it. You gotta control though. Oh, I'm saying, yeah. oh God. Like, but uh oh, listen. Yeah, uh said, okay, well listen, maybe yeah. I don't want to control it. Okay. Uh Look, but she got the control. Oh, but she got I ain't never like curl my tongue in the middle of the I mean, now I, no, no, never mind. Uh-huh. Come bring it over here. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll suck a tongue. 
You know, like you've never like, you know, kind of like little, be a little, but I ain't never like curl my, but I don't know. Who knows? Maybe in 2024, I'll have more time to practice. Uh, yeah, but listen. Maybe you'll have time to direct tongues and like uh, traffic direct tongues. Oh, I don't know. Put them that's what, I don't yeah, yeah. Look, I ain't listen, get it neither, but I, it was entertaining. But so listen, I was like, it was Karen. But listen, this has been your Real Housewives of Potomac season eight, episode eight, recap with Dr. Jatia Hart-Taylor and me, Bryce Isaiah. Anything you want to let the people know before we leave this week, Jatia? Oh. No, I just wanted, uh, mini Jatia just wants to make sure that everybody has a happy new year um, and that she is very ha- happy to be here in 2024 because look, everybody ain't making so okay, enjoy and be healthy and happy. All right, we're out. We'll be back next week covering episode nine of The Real Housewives of Potomac. Tell us what you think. We want to hear your thoughts. Only the ones that agree with ours. <laughs> okay, Candace. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants.